was in the briefing, and uh, I was thoroughly uh, satisfied with the answers they gave, the information uh, that was provided, the intelligence that was uh, pretty undeniable that uh, Soleimani was in process of, of uh, masterminding another uh, attack of some sort, and obviously I can't get into details, but the uh, it was the right move for the president to respond the way he did, and the world is a safer place because of it, and America is as well. All right, a lot of moving parts here, but let's first of all, and you're going to be asked to address this later today, as I understand it, your House Democrats are going to compel a House vote on the question of how much authority the president is going to have moving forward. Talk about that in a moment, but quickly this. Are you satisfied that the president had the authority to do what he did in taking out that general? Oh, no question about it. Look, uh, our... Uh, embassy being attacked like that is in itself a declaration of war, not to mention all the other things that led up to that. Uh, there's no question we, the president was in, in his full constitutional authority as the commander-in-chief to defend American interests and American lives, and he did so. He did so appropriately. And I totally support him. All right. You, you said it's an act of war, a declaration of war. There are those Congressman Heiss and Republicans among them. Uh, one of your colleagues, uh, Gates, from down there in Florida is saying, listen, if we're going to carry out acts of war, in this case against Iran, let us have a declaration of war. Is that necessary? Well, I, I don't know that it's necessary when you're responding in, in a manner such as this to defend yourself against an, an immediate and or imminent threat. You deal with the threat. That in itself is not necessarily a declaration of war. However, there's no question if it's going to be something that is prolonged, that's going to go before just an immediate dealing with a threat or um, uh, responding to to military action from another country, then yes, there does need to be uh, an AUMF, an authorization for use of military force, or a declaration of war either way. And I don't have any question, but that we need to address those issues uh, at some point in the future. Uh, but right now, things seem to be de-escalating in the region. We're very grateful of that, and so I don't anticipate any declaration of war forthcoming in this situation. In fact, just the opposite uh, is what we're anticipating and shooting for, and uh, diplomacy is well underway. The invitation to invite Iran to the table for peace is always there, and that likewise was uh, part of the discussion, again, that I cannot go into in, in greater detail. Congressman Jody Ice with us here. Uh, what happens in the House today? My understanding is this. Uh, Speaker Pelosi, House Democrats, going to force a vote that is, is going to, in some form or fashion, attempt to limit the president's authority moving forward. What, what Do you know the parameters of the vote, what it would do? Well, uh, that's basically it. It's really an, a, a yet another opportunity that the Democrats are taking to try to poke their eye in the um, president and to try to handcuff him at a time that is rather uncertain. We are hopeful that the tension is de-escalating right now with Iran, uh, but but sometimes uh, it's pretty unpredictable as to what can happen over there. I mean, you've got uh, a number of proxy militia groups that now are totally operating on their own, although they are associated with Iran. Uh, any of them can act uh, in and of themselves. And so it's a, it's a dangerous time for us to be handcuffing the president in, in uh, a time where he needs his full power 
to protect America and to have the right to act as commander-in-chief. I do think that there are issues along the way that we need to address uh, as it relates to AUMF uh, authorization and that type of thing. But while we are in the middle of a potential um, dangerous time is not uh, the appropriate time for us to be specifically telling the president that he cannot take any action against Iran. You know, it's interesting to Congressman Jody Heiss. I was listening yesterday, and I don't think I knew this. It's not widely reported. We're acting as though that this rocket attack, quote-unquote, on the U.S. air base or a base that houses U.S. troops, actually an Iraqi base uh, earlier this week. There were two that were hit. One, as I understand it, has been targeted by the Iranians. Uh, Ten out of the last 12 months, they, they take shots and typically don't hurt anybody. But they, they, this thing has been a target for a while. Yeah, and and we have not only American forces there, but forces from another, another a number of other uh, allied countries who are there as well. And we just cannot tell the president that if our servicemen and women are attacked yet again on either of those bases or other bases in the region, and our service personnel are, are killed, uh, that we are going to handcuff the president and tell him he cannot respond. That is absolute, utter foolishness. And he is the commander-in-chief, and we need to allow him to do his job. It is, on the other hand, the job of Congress to pass authorization for use of military force on an extended basis. And we need to come to the table to deal with that issue. But we don't need, at this point, to be handcuffing the president when we are in the midst of a potentially very volatile and dangerous time. Congressman Jody Heist, do we need to be impeaching him? Uh, As far as I know and as far as you can tell, Nancy Pelosi, Speaker Pelosi, still sitting on the articles of impeachment the House Democrats passed to the point now that over in the Senate some Democrats are starting to get a little antsy. You know, let's get on with this or not do it at all. People, people, some of the Manchin and some of the others, uh, or say Feinstein, some of the other Senate Democrats are saying. Yeah, that's right, and I think uh, it's it's a huge statement when even Senate Democrats are uh, bailing ship from Nancy Pelosi. Uh, she is outside of her constitutional bounds. It is up to the House to do the impeachment. Uh, she and her uh, her uh, colleagues have done that in the House. They have uh, done their, their their inquiry, unfair as it was. They nonetheless did their job. And the Constitution says now it's up to the Senate to try it and to uh, take it from here. And uh, so it is her constitutional obligation to send those articles over to the Senate and let them do their job. And it's not up to her to interfere with or to demand the way that the Senate will do the trial. So Senate Democrats are recognizing that as well, and they are calling on uh, Nancy Pelosi to uh, uh, release the – uh, articles and frankly, it's time for the president to be acquitted of all these accusations for which he's not guilty. And one of the things, and we'll let you go on this one, Congressman Jody Heiss. I think this must be the fun part, or one of the fun parts of being a member of Congress. I got from your office yesterday a list of 22 names uh, you have nominated to U.S. military academies. Uh, some of them from right here: uh, Heath McDonald from Bogart, Jamson Mendoza from uh, from from Athens. There's another from Watkinsville. I can't find that name now. And that's something you get to do from time. 22 names. Stan Jackson uh, has received an appointment, actually, to the Air Force Academy. That's our Stan Laxon, I should say. That's good work. That's that's a, probably the fun part of your job. Uh, Tim, there's absolutely no question about it. That is one of the highlights, one of the funnest parts of, 
of this job uh, to to be able to nominate some of the brightest, most gifted, talented young leaders uh, in our nation, and to be able to have them right here in the 10th District of Georgia going to one of our various military academies is absolutely a thrill. Our staff places a great deal of emphasis on helping these young men and women as they're preparing. And to finally come to the point that we're able to uh, not only nominate, but to see many of these young people receive appointments from the military academies is just absolutely a thrill. And I'm grateful that you mentioned that and uh, give me the opportunity this morning to uh, to give a great uh, applaud to every one of those who are now potential, not only potential, but they are future leaders and military officers in the greatest military of the greatest country in the world.